You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 126. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I will be your coach and your guide to help you end your emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome, my friend. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all of my coaching. This is where coaching meets psychology, which meets brain science. And this is where your problem ends. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. I want to remind you that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is for smart women just like you who are ready to stop eating from stress and learn how to make space for more happiness in their lives. You can learn more about the Freedom Group in the show notes of this episode. Now, let's get started with your coaching session. There are a lot of questions going around the Freedom Group every single day, and they all get answered. And sometimes I take those questions and turn them into a podcast. So it's almost like my members have a private answer that they've been looking for that they can go to and play over and over again. Recently, one of the members of the Freedom Group asked me this. She said, how can I deal with the thoughts that keep swirling around in my mind? I should do this. I need to do that. If only I could get myself to do this. Why don't I do that? And why can't I do this? And you could imagine, I'm sure that you can relate to that inner conversation that doesn't really lead you to an answer. All of these types of thoughts aren't really productive. That is, they go around and around in circles and they don't lead you to real answers. But since they're your own thoughts, they have some power. They do create your moods. So you may understand why it feels like you're walking around in a circle of constant frustration and confusion. These thoughts, these type of thoughts are all under the category of self-talk. So let's talk about what it is. Self-talk is an inner dialogue going on in your head, in your mind, between you and you, you and yourself. Maybe it's supportive sometimes, telling you when you're doing really well, and that type of self-talk creates feelings of pride and determination. But maybe sometimes it's negative and self-defeating, telling you things like, you're never going to get this, you're stuck, you can't figure out the answer, you'll just never get past where you are today. And this can apply to any subject in your life. But I, in my work, especially see it a lot in my Freedom Group members around eating and weight loss, of course. It's your inner voice and it combines your beliefs and your perspective. And it's like giving yourself a running commentary. It can be useful or it can be not useful. Because remember that your beliefs are just thoughts that you've thought over and over and they've become so ingrained that they just feel like facts. So all of this self-talk feels real, right? It feels like this is just reality. They're not necessarily facts though. Self-talk helps your brain interpret and process what you go through during a day. It kind of reveals your own thinking to yourself. 
It's like a review process. So now that you're clear on what self-talk is and what those swirling thoughts are going around in your mind, let's talk about why you do it. Firstly, you're not the only one that does this. We all do it, all of us. It's just a form of processing. It's a habit of talking to yourself. It's a way of thinking things through if you do it properly. It could help you look for a solution if you're asking the right questions. It kind of gives a voice to your thoughts, but it's colored from your past and your present. It's what you're thinking, but as you know by now from listening to me, what you're thinking can be totally made up by you. Your self-talk also reflects how you think of yourself, you know, your self-image, what kind of self-esteem you have, whether you're accepting and loving toward yourself or whether you're not. It's a whole conglomeration of all the beliefs that you've practiced over a lifetime, and they may be objective or they may be factual, or much of the time, they may not be. Now, a lot of the time, your self-talk can feel pretty negative, but there's a reason why it's maybe more often negative than not. It's in our nature, it's in human nature to look for problems, to look for the weak spot. It's meant, this type of inner thought, the negative, looking for the negative, to take care of you and to protect you. This is why it may be your habit to say, yes, but, oh, this is going really well, but what about this? Some people call it the inner critic. All thoughts lead to emotions. So constant negative self-talk that isn't productive leads you to something, but it's not what you want. It leads you to stay stuck at best or to take negative actions at worst. That's why sometimes it feels like you're doing something you know isn't good for you. You see yourself doing it and you can't figure out why. And it all goes back to how you're thinking. It's human nature as part of your survival instinct to be negative and to look for the negative, to find evidence to support the negative. Because if we see what the negative is, we see what the threat is and we take care of it. So in a way, historically, it's your way of ensuring your survival. Even though today in your life and in my life, we don't have the same real threats that we had millions of years ago. We just don't. So how can this kind of self-talk, especially that spinning around in a circle type that we talked about in the beginning, how can it affect you? Well, it can be unrealistic and even harmful. It can keep you stuck where you are, even if you don't like the results and you see where you are, you see what's happening, but it feels sometimes like you do not have a choice. It can keep you stewing and ruminating, running the same kind of thoughts over and over again, like a broken audio player in your own head though. This can keep you stuck in confusion, wondering, what should I do? Should I eat? Should I not eat? What do I need to do? If only I could do this. Why don't I do that? Why can't I do that? If this sounds familiar, stay with me here. You're trying to solve a problem by thinking it through, but these type of thoughts only go around and around on repeat. And these type of thoughts don't lead you to look for a solution. 
Just like a positive talk with a friend might make you feel good and pumped up and ready to take action, your own self-talk, if it's positive, will do the same for you. But on the other end, on the opposite extreme, just like a really negative put-down type of talk from someone else might feel demotivating to you, so will your own negative self-talk make you feel bad and not able to take those actions that you want to take. When you tell yourself something all the time, you start to believe it. You think it's real. You think it's factual. And whatever it is you're thinking, you create emotions from it. Those emotions lead you to take action or not be able to take action. Now, this all happens in your mind, whether you're aware of doing it or not. So it's almost like someone's telling you, that you can't do something, you never do this, you always do that, and you think that they are the authority, and so you believe them. And that's why, with this kind of constant internal ruminating, that's why you feel stuck and negative, and that you have to try to force yourself to do the right thing. And, of course, it doesn't seem to work. It doesn't work because it's really hard to take a positive action from a negative feeling. But here is the good news. You're in charge of what you think. You need to become aware of it to be able to step back and see yourself as a woman having all these circular thoughts and know that you're not stuck in the middle of them. There are lots of different common types of self-talk. But I want to just remind you, you've probably heard this before, about three types in particular. And the type we're talking about today is spinning, where you're going around and around and you're just not getting anywhere, and yet you can't seem to get yourself out of it. Critical self-talk is where all you do is look for what you might be doing wrong, and you downplay whatever you may have done right, and you put all the focus on what's not working on what's not going well. And this is often combined with generalizing, right? Generalizing is when you think to yourself, I always do this, or I never do that. Catastrophizing is another type, and that's where you think, well, if I can't do this right, then I'm never going to get it, and I may as well give up and go home. And you know what? We're all guilty of doing some combination of those things, So one of the beginning keys that we're going to talk about today is how to become hyper aware of what kind of thoughts you're allowing yourself to focus on and to keep creating so that you get to decide your outcome instead of these habitual old thoughts. What can happen when you say some of these things to yourself? Well, if you constantly say, I should have done this, but I didn't, that creates a negative feeling of incompetence or frustration. From there, you're going to do or not do something. It's going to come from that negative place. And then guess what? You prove that internal confused talk correct. See, I should have done this, but I knew I couldn't. If you're always thinking, I need to do this, but it's that word, but that holds you back. It's like you want to do something and you default to your excuse. And that excuse is just something that you've probably thought for a long time. It's like you're caught in this whirlpool of thoughts, and you're not stepping back and seeing what's happening. 
These thoughts create confusion, but the confusion is created by you. The problem is, is that you're in the middle of the whirlpool of all these thoughts, so you're not stepping back and seeing that you are the creator. When you're always thinking, why don't I do that? Why can't I do that? These inner questions don't lead you to a solution. They lead you to believe that there is no solution that will work for you. This is your habit of spinning around and around and not having a direction and feeling like you're on a treadmill and you can't get off. It's also coming from you not trusting yourself to know what you should do and to thinking that you've got to have a perfect answer, a perfect solution before you act on it. It's also second guessing yourself and being half in and half out. It's listening to what you say to yourself and then making it mean something that just isn't helpful. If you're waiting for things to be perfect, to have the perfect thought, the perfect idea, the perfect solution, instead of doing anything, you're half in and half out. All of the spinning and ruminating can make you feel like you're taking action because of all the mental energy that you're expending, but you're not. You're not taking action. You're just stuck and you're strengthening those pathways that keep giving you those thoughts. So let's talk about how to catch yourself and manage your self-talk. Remember that your goal is not to be happy 100% or to be 100% positive in your thoughts, and it's not to feel good all the time, but you do want to feel good at least half the time. So you need to be able to step back and see what you're doing in your head and challenge it. Become aware of it. Notice your moods. Notice the thoughts that are predominant for you and see how they play out. See the consequences of keeping those old stories and name it. Here I go into my old story and your old story might be, what am I doing? Why can't I get this? I should have done that. I just can't do it. Or what's wrong with me? Use phrases like that whatever resonates with you and what you usually do, and name those kinds of thoughts. If you keep using those thoughts without seeing what you're doing, those thoughts are going to have your brain look around in your life for proof that there is something wrong with you, that you can't get it, that you can't figure it out, that you don't know the answer. It will look for mistakes that you make, and we all make them, and it will focus on them. If it's your story of, oh, I just can't figure this out, that's going to keep you believing that you really can't figure this out. And then guess what? You won't. And if you do have any ideas that might help you figure it out, you won't act on them. Because with this kind of thinking, you truly believe that you can't possibly get to a solution for yourself. Or maybe you're a fan of the I'm confused kind of thinking. And this won't have you even look for a solution. Your brain is going to try to prove you right all the time. So your brain, wanting to prove that you're confused is correct, is going to have you go around and around in a circle. Know and remember that you create your thinking and your feelings. So they're not always based on reality. They're just based on whatever you've practiced. See those spinning thoughts and say, oh, there's just my old lower brain 
Notice your thoughts, notice the content, but don't go deep into the content. I just want you to notice that you're going on that roller coaster ride again that just goes around and around in a circle. Challenge the thoughts that are negative or keep you stuck. Try to shift your perspective just by stepping back. Say what you're doing out loud so you can hear whether it makes sense or not and get yourself out of the cycle you're stuck in by asking different questions. What's going on? How is this perfect right now? If I knew what to do, what would it be? We all have thousands of thoughts every day, right? You get to decide which ones you're paying attention to and which ones are not worthy of your attention. Once you notice those thoughts that put you into that feeling of confusion, you get to decide whether to engage with them or not. So here's your action step for this week. The next time you find yourself indulging in the habit of spinning in your own head, see if you could step back to see what is real. Is there a problem that's concrete? Is there a problem I need to solve? What is it? And if there is, what is my next step? If you can't see the problem or you can't see the next step, then maybe you're just in that habit of spinning in your mind. And if you are, name it and step back from it and see if you can ask yourself a productive question like, what is this problem and what is a possible thing I can do? And stop spinning. We're going to talk about this this week in the Weight Loss Made Real Facebook group. So if you're not already part of the gang, be sure to join me in there. That's it for our coaching session today. You know what you need to stay focused on and exactly what action step you're going to take this week. Remember that all these little tiny steps, if you really do them, add up. They add up to change. If you'd like to get help from me to take these steps and more in a logical order, in a logical sequence, and have accountability and get feedback from me, the place to do that is in the Freedom Group. So grab your spot on the wait list in the show notes, and we're opening very soon. So I will see you and work with you there. That's where we can take what we talk about here and actually personalize it for you on a much deeper level. I do hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on your emotional eating and that habitual overeating habits step-by-step. Learn how to manage your stress. Learn how to take beautiful care of yourself until all of these things become natural to you. We know that is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.